Welcome back to another episode of It's Raining Mets, a meteorologist Ed Russo on today's episode. Along with uh, meteorologist Tom Russell, and I ran into somebody this week, Ed, that said, what's that thing you guys promote all the time? It's Raining Mets. What's a Met? And I'm like, we're meteorologists. That's what the Mets is. <laughs> we're also, we also play for the New York Mets. Well, that's what she was confused about. She, oh. said, what does that do with the Mets? Like, she was from New York or something, and she was like, yeah. I want to listen to that. But you... Now, you, yeah, you haven't heard our name because we're currently benched. We're not starters. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, we're going to be there someday, right, Ed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, never. You can always. Never too, oh, never too old. All right, so uh, let's start in the tropics where we now have uh, another named storm. Uh, I will make my usual complaint that some things were getting named that, that shouldn't have been, like Peter. Peter petered out as quick as it uh, it was on the map. That's what I said, too. Uh, I said Peter's petering out. Yeah, Peter was uh, should have never. And once they named it, it shouldn't even like it should have been gone the next uh, update because it wasn't even this. There was no, uh, you know, one of the things to look for is convection around the center. There was none of that. Should have never been named. But anyway, uh, so then we had Rose, and now we have Sam as we uh, sit down to record this. So Sam is going to be a pretty powerful hurricane. We think uh, Cat Four as it moves through. <laughs> excuse me, the open Atlantic. So the good thing is it. It still, uh, you know, looks to stay out uh, north of the islands, kind of remain out over the open Atlantic. But nonetheless, another very impressive tropical system for the season. Yeah, and you know the interesting thing, it looks like it's going to slow its forward speed quite a bit. That'd be, that'd be a good thing because then more cold fronts could kick it away. Right. So I think, I think this is probably going to be. It could be like Teddy, um, just a big wave maker for the East Coast. Right. Probably as we head in like th through the first week of October, um, but yeah, and hopefully, obviously, passing either east of Bermuda or passing between the East Coast and Bermuda. You know, when these systems curve away, Bermuda is always right there. So yeah, and they're just a little tiny dot, but boy, they really take the brunt of some of these mm -hmm. things. They do. They do. So, All right, so we got Sam. What are your thoughts for moving forward in time? Obviously, as we get into the, the colder season, uh, we mentioned the cold fronts. It's hard for those storms to advance, uh, you know, to get close to the U.S. So I definitely see a quieter rest of the way. What are you thinking after yeah, Sam? No, I, think, I think so, too. You know, uh, one of those powerful cold fronts that we just witnessed came through. Um, and it's ushered in this really nice air that we have out there right now. Oh, it's beautiful. I, we always brag about some of the, the best weather all year long, and it is here. So uh, so tropical season, we get to S. What's yeah. the, do you know the T name off the top of your head? I don't I, I do not, but it would be, uh, so what was before Sam? So Sam's in. Rose. Uh, so we had Peter, uh, Pete Rose. So it, <laughs> he should be in the Hall of Fame, by the right, way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Both of them weren't even close to making it to the Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, so true. T would be a a, a, a female name. Um, Correct. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'll have to double check it, but I don't think uh, Tanya, hopefully, Tanya. hopefully, we won't go past that one, huh? Mm -hmm. But you know, it's still September, so I'm willing to bet we'll probably get to at least T. Well, that's a good point. It it goes all the way to uh, November thirtieth, right? And, uh, you know, so it wouldn't surprise me if we got to T. Is there a U name this year? I have to look that up here. Um, well, I don't think there's ever a U name. 
I think they skip the U names, yeah. don't they? Yeah, because it's um, it's never okay. Uh, so it goes uh, Rose, uh, Sam, Teresa. Teresa, you're right. No U, right to Victor. Victor, and then W is Wanda. Wanda. Yeah. So I can see us getting to Victor here. We're yeah, saying then, we go Teresa Victor. And then and then you know I don't think we go to the Greek alphabet if we would. If right. We, so that that changed after last year's crazy season. Yeah, so we go to, um, we basically just go to uh, a new uh, set of we'll names. Of, right, what we call alternate names, so it'll go back to A. Um, let's hope we don't have to go there again. <laughs> yeah, right, because we, we got deep within the Greek alphabet last year. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty ugly. Yeah. We don't need to do that. Uh, so we're feeling pretty good about tropical season, at least landfalling tropical system. So uh, hopefully we can uh, you know, get away with the rest of the season. That would be good. Uh, let's transfer to cold. You mentioned that cooler air moving in. And, of course, as soon as that happens, everybody wants to know your thoughts on the winter season. Mm-hmm. So, Ed, I'll throw it to you. Winter, uh, still a couple months away. What are you thinking? Well, the large-scale scale global pattern, I mean, I've looked at a couple archived years. Um, I'm feeling like it could be a little bit of a front-loaded winter, kind of leaning that way, at least right so now. So it's off to a, a rather cold start, right? Yeah, so maybe we see some, you know, like, end of November into January, and then, you know, maybe not as bad in February or March. Those are my initial thoughts. Okay. Um, okay. I'm thinking, what was the year I used? 2004. 2004 into 2005, I think, was the year that I was looking at. Those were your analogs? Yeah, and that was there was another year in the 90s that I used. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was thinking that. So what we do as forecasters is we go back and analog just trying to figure out, okay, this happened after – you know, maybe a, an unusually warm summer, kind of what we had. What was it like after that? So you found 2004, 2005, and what'd you say, 98? What'd you say? No, was I forget what what um what year in the in the 90s it was. All right, I'll go double check that. Maybe it was uh, the early 90s. That is definitely one thing that we look at. Now, where I've been wrong, I think probably the last two winters, is that we're just way overdue for a really cold winter. And we just haven't seen that, but it's been a number of years. The one that sticks out in my head um, is February of 15 was the coldest February on record. That was 2015. So we haven't done a super cold uh, snap like that, uh, you know, other than the occasional polar vortex is makes Ed and I uh, squeamish when we talk about that. Uh, but the other thing we like to use is the it old... Does sound, uh, the, it does sound intense, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? The other thing we like to talk about is the Farmer's Almanac. And I always uh, remind folks there's the Farmer's Almanac, and then there's these Old Farmer's Almanac. So, Ed, what would you like to hear first? Old Farmer's Almanac or the Farmer's Almanac? Right, let's start with the Old Farmer's Almanac. Old Farmer. All right. So uh, the Old Farmer's Almanac, uh, you know, they put out the map and then they kind of draw where we are and, and you kind of kind of break it down a little bit. But overall, they call it a, quote, a season of shivers. Ooh, a season of shivers. Ed. Does that send shivers down your spine? Yes. Yes, it does. I'm shaking. <laughs> Yes, I can. I can feel it through the podcast, my friend. Uh, so we are literally on the line, on the line between cold and snowy, 
and cold and dry. So if you were like to draw the I-81 corridor, for example, uh, if you drew a line uh, 81 to the east, it would be cold and snowy. To the west, it would be cold and dry. So I always tell people they, not to interpret these maps literally. So if you're right okay. near the line, you could swing either way. Yeah, you know, so that, that kind of puts us right on that line. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you know, when you get super cold around here, uh, it's not necessarily – that's not a great – Setup. It's not a snow, snow setup. Yep, no. that's a really good point. You when the air is too dry, we don't get the big snow. Right, and you got you got this big area of massive high pressure supplying Arctic cold, but there's no weather systems, no low pressure nearby because the high is so strong, and the track is cold. further to our south. Yep, so good you, point. Yeah, you really want like a marginal. You want it to be marginally cold for snow. Temperature wise, right? Yeah, so I'm like that's for me. That's like 24 to 32 degrees, maybe. Kind of in that ballpark. Yeah, Anything less. I remember President's Day snowstorm. Two thousand three. Yeah. So you, you were here yes. for that. You, you, yep. That's right when you just started at twenty one, right? Right around there. Uh, yep. Uh, both uh, Steve Knight and I. It was our first big uh, big event. It happened on a Sunday, going into President's Day, which you, which was Monday. Right. Yeah. Uh, it was a huge one. And and 20. that and it was snowing. We got a whole bunch of snow with that, and it was snowing at like. 15 degrees. I remember how cold yep. it was with that. Now that's rare. That doesn't happen very often. Very rare. It's unique. Very rare. So. Uh, okay. So that is the old farmer's almanac. Cold, snowy, cold, dry. We're kind of right on the line. Now the farmer's almanac, remember a different publication now. This puts us in, uh, they, they kind of broad brush a little more. Typical winter chill, stormy January, tranquil February. Stormy January, tranquil February. So back to what you originally said. It gets off to a cold start and then it lessens. Is that what you were kind of thinking? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do have one prediction okay. that I'm pretty confident about. Um, so this is the Ed Almanac. The, the Ed, Edmanac. Go ahead. The, the Edamac. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm predicting weather will happen. Really? Yep. Really? Wait, let me write that down, Ed. When right, do you write think it down. Weather? When do you think this weather will happen from the Edmonton? The, the weather will happen between December, January, and February. Meteorological winter. All winter it's going to happen. All winter weather is going to happen. Wow. And this is why people listen to the podcast for nuggets like that. Right. Or, or it's <laughs> things like that why they don't. <laughs> uh, I, I do like I, you know i've been preaching this for years I, I think we're way overdue for a cold winter um or at least a, a a pretty significant cold snap my gut says it, it won't happen until january when things settle in but i do see kind of what you're saying where it could get off to a fairly sh uh, early and and uh, strong start um and then then weaken a little bit but right i think at some point we got to really tap into some cold air this year now the next question is will we have a white christmas uh i'm not ready to go there yet that's yeah, always I'm not, a, I'm not either that is the follow-up question you're right i'm not either but the good thing about this and and steve and i always joke about this as you go well remember last year and people were like no <laughs> it's it's forgotten pretty quickly don't we you do we, we remember uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah most people don't. You're right. They, most people don't. They forget. Most people don't. So, uh, what are you thinking? Uh, White Christmas or no? I mean, my guess is as good as anyone's. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I you know, climate, like right now when I have nothing to go by, right. and I still think we're too far out to really use a strong climatological signal. 
Right. Um, and since it's such a specific event for a specific day, uh, I'm just going to say no, because okay. climatology right, put, says no. I'll put you down no. for a firm no. Yeah, climatology says no. We don't get those. Maybe 15% of the time. If that, probably. If that. If that. Uh, I think last year we did have some snowflakes nearby or close to. We to did, that but we had a white Christmas Eve morning, and then the rain, these thunderstorms came. Oh, through. that's right, kind of washed it out. And melted, right? you know, it was, it was a buzzkill. Yeah, and there's no stories about Santa riding through a, a thunderstorm. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't, I don't like it. Either. <laughs> Rudolph and the thunder, you know, you know. Yeah, no. Although, although I will say this, Donder and Blitzen means what? Ed, you don't know this? Donner and Blitzen? Donner Blitzen? One of the, yeah, the it's reindeer. actually Donner and Blitzen. You know, the reindeer. Yeah. Thunder and lightning in German. Really? You don't know that, yeah. So maybe maybe Santa travels through thunder and lightning more than we think. See? <laughs> maybe it's thunder snow that he's yeah. doing. I do, know this, I do know the sleigh is protected. <laughs> With? Uh, I don't know. I'm just oh, assuming that it has to be. It has to I be. I thought you were going to give me a. Has to be an all element sleigh, right? <laughs> of course. I thought you were going to say lightning rods or uh, lightning skids <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, oh. uh, all right. Lots your, of time your to talk about standard sleighs. Yes. Yes, of course. Uh, lots of time to talk about cold weather coming up. Uh, let's uh, jump to the last topic. And you are always the man on all things uh, nature. So leaves at my house starting to turn. Uh, they're maple that usually starts the the you know the first ones. Mm -hmm. So how you what are you predicting for a uh, fall foliage and uh, leaf peeping? This well, I, I know fall? you know. Uh... Once temperatures get down, I, I don't think they have to get into the 30s, but once they get down into the 40s, it's kind of the cue. Something happens with the chlorophyll in the leaves, I believe, right. and it's their cue yeah. to actually start changing color. Changing. And we've had, we've had a pretty wet, uh, fairly wet summer, as we all know and experienced. Agreed. Um, and that can really help with the color. I, 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 I saw a picture on, I was scrolling through Instagram earlier today, and I saw a picture of the Blue Ridge in North Carolina, and I was like, beautiful color, and, and are they changing already? That's early for North Carolina. I mean, I know, and their mountains are way bigger than ours here in PA, but... Sure. But I think they're already starting to see some serious color. I know Michigan is. So you said so rain I'm, helps with color? Yeah. I believe okay. it has something to do with the uh, the chlorophyll and its, you know, reaction, on, you know, on the leaves and stuff. I have to get kind of... Uh, I have, yeah, to, I have to get up to date on my knowledge there. But, yeah, it's something involved with that. Okay. Um, so for us, generally, as we, as we lay out the month of October, for us, peak isn't really until the end of October, right. that last week, into that first week of November. Yeah. So I'm always patient with this. And I, um, there's actually a story I'm going to do. I haven't pitched it yet. Um, but... You know how a lot of the uh, I've done a lot of stories on encouraging um, you to plant na native plants. Don't like the right. ornamental invasive ones that are pretty. Um, well, a lot of those plants are being they're going to be illegal to sell within two years because we've realized that they're very invasive and bad for the environment locally. Oh, so yeah. So you got to like and that Japanese barberry is one of them. Um, the one I showed how to dig out it attracts ticks. Right, nothing eats it. So the ticks are oh, right, safe right. hiding there. So that's not a native plant. So, you know, we, 
you have all of these invasive plants that are either brought over by accident or they're planted because they're pretty. Um, right. You know, so I've been doing a lot of stories on encourage native native planting. Um, Good. And, yeah, well, that's important. Yeah, and so the story I'm talking about is the importance of leaf litter. There's a lot of pollinators and stuff that can overwinter in that stuff. So it's not necessarily the best idea to completely wipe your lawn clean of leaves. Oh, know, yeah. Aesthetically, I kind of want to figure it out, well, is there a way to keep your um, your lawn and garden aesthetically nice to look at while also right. leaving the leaves? Maybe not get rid of all of them, but right. um, I've been talking to a gardening expert. You know, she's been on air, Heather Andrews, several times, and yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's she's giving me some pointers that, you know, leaf litter is important, you know, and just getting rid of it and putting it in one compost pile isn't necessarily the best thing for your garden because you might ruin some of the uh, or kill some of the uh, pollinators that are overwintering right. in that leaf litter. And the pollinators the following spring are very important for your garden. And the organic material that goes with it. Correct. Well, Ed, you, you just got me out of another chore. So thank you. I'm well, you know, I knew I knew you. That, that's the way I'm going to spin it. You know, make make it <laughs> fall easy on yourself. And yeah, don't don't clean up all those. Don't leaves. do this. But do you, do you still think you will? Well, it depends on what Mrs. Weatherman says. Clean out the flower beds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And strict orders. You know, yeah, I, exactly. I, for me, you know, I don't really have a lawn anymore, but I like to mow my parents' lawn. It's okay. big. It, they have a push mower. I didn't like doing it, you know, when I was a teenager, but I, I do find it to be an enjoyable activity. Like it's relaxing. Oh, I do too. Very yeah. relaxing. I agree. So and and raking leaves. Also, it's it kind of like this is what we do this time of the year. It's nostalgic. Right. So, yeah, it used to be right. a chore, but at the same time, it's also kind of it's good. It's a good fun workout, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of something good that point. that you've enjoyed. You enjoy well, Ed. It's always great to catch up with you, my friend, and uh, we love the stories that you bring to us on CBS Twenty One. So, uh, until next time, why don't we wrap this thing up? Yeah. All right. It sounds good. Sounds good, Tom. Uh, you're listening right. to It's Raining Mets.